The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Austin is from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, happy Saturday to you once again. That's right. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, we're also on podcast. Right. All of them. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much, right? <laughs> Just about all of them. Pretty Stitcher. Much all of them, yes. Spotify. Spotify. iTunes. iTunes. All the really important ones. Buzzsprout. There's, there's mm-hmm. a ton of them out there. But yeah, if you've got a uh, podcast uh, site that you like to use, we're probably on it because I think we upload to Buzzsprout and that actually sends us out to all the other ones. But even if you have Alexa, Mm -hmm. you could just ask Alexa to open up Open House with Team Reba podcast and she'll find us. She will. Yeah. Because she's she's good like that. Ah, Siri can't do that, can she? I don't think so. Have you ever tried? I don't have good luck with Siri. We don't it's get you're along. Norwegian. Apparently, is it my accent, my <laughs> native Seattle accent? Yeah, I think so. yeah. It's like the most generic accent out there. Nah, there's. Dude, I don't know. it is so not. What? <laughs> Seattle? We have the best accent in the country. Okay. Yeah. Your Norwegian is not okay. Sure. I'm, uh, not, I'm not. Well, I don't hit you with too many like don't you knows and and all of that. That's. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah. I know. Just just when we start talking about your family. Yeah, that's right. Then it, then it comes out. <laughs> it comes out. Yeah. Somebody asked me that the other day. They're like, uh, we were having a meeting and they're like, are you from the Midwest? And they're like, what? No. I'm like, why? He goes, I I grew up in North Dakota and you, you talk like that. And I'm like, I do. Well, I, in my no mind, one I'm, considers North Dakota the Midwest. I'm thinking of the movie Fargo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm from the Midwest and I sound in fact i don't even sound like a midwesterner anymore because after i moved here 30 years ago i had so many people tease me for saying things like oh, y'all? y'all and crick you know so oh, i was crick. like yeah because we got to in down at the crick and they're like right. i'm sorry the where and i'm like i'm pardon me creek. creek is it soda or is it pop a lot of people say soda pop or they'll just say coke i want a coke and they'll be like right. what kind do you want so around here i i I, so, I use soda i say soda all the yeah. time yeah but I also don't drink soda. I say I used to live in England, mm-hmm. and uh, there I once I said, "Hey, I'd like a pop," and the, the <laughs> girls turned bright red. <laughs> oh goodness! Apparently, that means a quickie. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> learned that one the hard way. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, listeners just found something out we didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I just turned red. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Why don't you tell me something that will definitely take that away? How about let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the mortgage market. Calm things down with a little bit of finance. Yeah, nothing more exciting than that. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, uh, know, and and part of the, you know, this show we're we're looking at, uh, looking forward here, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, in fact, it's the end of the year, so let's roar on into the 20s. planning on things. Can you believe we're going into another decade? Scary. 2020. I know. Holy cow. I just remember hitting the year 2000, <laughs> thinking, my gosh, that's mm-hmm. really crazy. And that's already like yeah. one generation ago. I know. Crazy. crazy. Yeah, but here we go. And we are, you know, really as far as interest rates go, 
our, our projections at this point are that they're going to be pretty stable you know, mm-hmm. this year looking looking forward. Um, you know, the, the markets are looking at, at um, economic growth. They're looking at things going on globally. They're looking at the, the fear of inflation, wage growth, all of that. And, and everything seems to be relatively under control. And I wanted to take a minute and, and really sort of talk about that because, you know, our, our current generations don't really know about the inflation that that we suffered through you know, in the in the uh, late seventies, early eighties. Oh, so true. You know, we yes. Yeah. And there's a there's a reason for that, and there's a man who was largely responsible for killing inflation. You know, uh, back back then, and in, and that's uh, Paul Volcker. And I mention okay. that because Paul Volcker was the chairman of the Federal Reserve. He just he just passed away a few a few weeks ago at the at the age of ninety two, and uh, he was a huge man of six foot seven. And uh, like always brother. wore sort of rumply suits and smoked a dime store cigar, and you know he was a, you know, kind of one of those bigger than life sort of uh, sort of gentlemen. Uh, but back in the in the late seventies, we had stagflation, we had a stagnant economy, and we had runaway inflation, and uh, and it was a situation where where the the psychology in our economy was we better buy this now. Because if I wait a week, it's going to be more expensive. Right. And for, to employers, it was like, you better give me a raise because if you don't, I'm not going to be able to afford that thing that's more expensive than right. it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. And once you get into that psychology, it's, 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 a, it's a disease and it's very difficult to, to stop, to cure. Um, Jimmy Carter actually appointed Paul Volcker in 1979 and, uh, and later honestly sort of regretted it because Volcker – uh, came out and said, "I'm going to tame inflation, I'm, and and you might not like the the medicine because it's going to be harsh medicine." And actually, even um, you know, folks have kind of looked at that after the fact and said, you know, especially even uh, Chairman uh, Al Bernanke um, said, mm-hmm. um, or Ben Bernanke, excuse me, said, "Yeah, that maybe it was the right medicine, but it, there was a lot of medicine there." You know, Volcker was pretty extreme. Uh, what he did was tightened monetary policy. Uh, to the point that it it drove interest rates significantly higher, and did drive our economy into a recession. And uh, you know, back then we saw interest rates get up as high as twenty one and a half percent prime now, rate for prime rate. So mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners are looking mostly for like the mortgage information. Like, sure, what's that? How's that translate? Yeah, we, in how the housing market was sure. impacted. Uh, fixed rates were almost unobtainable. Uh, the markets, the mortgage market shifted to adjustable rates, which are up in the in the eighteen uh, percent range you know, for for interest rates on your home. Uh, but remember, we had inflation was exceeding one percent a month. It, it was it That's was intense. out of control. That is and, intense. Uh, and and in contrast, inflation rate today is right around two percent. You know, which is we don't want it much lower than that. We don't want it much higher than that. That's sort of a Fed goal is to keep it, you know, somewhere somewhere in that range. Uh, so so it was so funny in in 1979 when Volcker started on this this journey. Uh, he held an evening news conference and at the Fed headquarters. And this is very rare for the Fed to actually have news conferences, but he did one anyway. And uh, at the time, Pope John Paul II was visiting Washington, and all the news crews wanted to cover the Pope. Volcker said. You guys want might want to be here for this one. You know, this is one that's going to go into the record books, and uh, and sure enough, they did cover it. Um, but he he basically embarked on that 
that journey of, of hitting the rates up. By Election Day 1980, prime rate had peaked 21.5%. Wow. Um, the, there were folks that were not happy about this. In fact, uh, uh, the uh, building industry were sending blocks of wood with hate messages mm-hmm. on them to the Fed you know, saying you're you're killing us here. You know, you're going to kill all of our jobs. How many people don't really understand things like the prime rate and things like that? Because let's let's mm-hmm. give a comparison real quick. Yeah. Like we're talking about this. You and I, uh, I want to say, around the time we started this show. Mm-hmm. Now we started this show in twenty four and a half years ago. Right, right, right. And there was a there was one of our shows that I still remember. You were like, "Where do you think Prime is?" Mm-hmm. And it what do you remember that show? I and do. the answer? I do. What was the answer? I think it was five and a half. It was right in there, wasn't it? 2015. Yeah. I got to think about that. It was right in there. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, a, right. it's such and, a huge difference. And prime rate is the rate that the best borrowers get for typically commercial loans, mm-hmm. things like that. But it's also the basis it's used for your home equity line of credit, right. for instance, and a lot of uh, consumer type loans. Yeah. So we, we've come so far. And uh, anyway, so so we went through this. We ended up going into a fairly strong recession. Unemployment got up at almost to 11% by the mid-80s, 82. And, yeah, uh, and keeping in mind, when we had the housing crisis here mm-hmm. locally, we got to 9.6 in right. Washington State. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So what what happened, though, was the psychology did change. We got out of that inflationary cycle. Mm-hmm. And and guess what? We haven't been back since. Yeah. Inflation has remained low since then. Uh, we ended up going into one of the longest economic expansions in the history of our country. And that's you know, and you and I have actually been talking about that a lot in you know the last half of 2019, right? Because mm-hmm. there were so many people that have been talking about recession, 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 recession. Yeah. And there's all this fear mongering around it. But what you're pointing out is like we haven't even. Oh, been anywhere it's close nothing. to that? It's nothing. Yeah, it's in decades. No, it's it's really it's it's been it's it's been phenomenal. And so I'm glad that you're bringing this up because I do like that you bring new perspective and different perspective. And that's one of the reasons we put this show also into podcasting because we know that a lot of younger folks tend to do podcasting versus traditional radio all the time. Mm-hmm. So we, we like to hit a broad market of people with the things that we're sharing because I know that when you and I do our first time home buyer classes and mm-hmm. we have a room full of folks that might be in their mid-20s to mid-40s. Right. The vast majority of them have no idea about any of the stuff that you just talked about. You could have opened up a newspaper back then. Mm -hmm. It says, buy now before prices go up. It was that deeply entrenched uh, in our psychology that inflation was there to stay. And and Volcker, he had his doubts. You know, once there was an interview where he said he'd worn a path into his office carpet you know, going back and forth while he's waiting for inflation to surrender because mm-hmm. it, it, it took a it took a lot longer than he thought yeah. it would take. You know, in the end, you know, it, it was it was a success. Um, Jimmy Carter once said that Paul Volcker was as stubborn as he was tall. And although, <laughs> you know, and, and although some of his policies as Fed chairman were politically costly, they were the right thing to do. You know, his strong and intelligent guidance, you know, helped curb you know, this, um, this inflation and, and it, it changed our whole mindset. So, uh, he was a, a great man and, and somebody that I deeply, deeply admire as a, with a background mm-hmm. in economics, because he had the courage, you know, to make uh, those hard decisions that were not popular at the time. Uh, but yes. it, it ch- literally changed the course of our country. Uh, so, you know, well, salute to, to you, Paul Volcker and rest in peace. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely can appreciate that. 
Well, I think that is pretty much what we can cover for this uh, segment of the show as we uh, kind of wind it down. Um, did they, did they do like a, a national thing for him or was it just articles? I'm not sure. I don't think there was anything national that I know okay. of, but right. probably should have been. Yeah, yeah, probably should have been. But Absolutely. well, we could maybe do that. So yeah, who knows? That's right. All right. But we are going to be back at Open House with Team Reba shortly. We're going to be talking more about what's going on in the local markets and how you can prepare yourself for 2020 for success in real estate. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hess from Team Reba. Thanks again for joining us every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You just look at me like, oh, he's going to screw that up. Uh, you almost did, I think. <laughs> Hey, you're known for it. It's all I'm right. I'm multitasking in I know. my brain. Well, yeah. and we're sitting here talking about other schedules, so I'm not surprised. So <laughs> it's like, what day is it? I don't know. I know. Sometimes <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Oh, well. And we're all busy. We're it's all, all busy. And I know. What? Although we're all busy, we're, we're, we always get kind of caught up in the day. But mm-hmm. now is a really good time to, this time of year, to think about the whole year. Yeah. And planning. Plan. What are my long-term goals? What do I want to get accomplished this year? You know, what did I, I that. not yeah. get accomplished last year? Right, exactly. And, well, and you know, of course, you and I were talking about real estate, but it could be, you know, something along that line, mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, health. It could be mm-hmm. f- your your retirement savings. Going back to school it could be that project. Going back to school, absolutely. Maybe taking that vacation. Maybe yeah. it's spending a little bit more time with your loved ones. Absolutely, all that's super important. All of those are good things. You know, we so my team. Um, does an annual event for us where we do all of our planning, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we look at is is that whole holistic thing because we try and figure out like how much time are people going to be taking off in the year coming up? How how can we best take care of the employees and you know our stress levels and mm-hmm. making sure that we spend time with our loved ones and that yeah. type of thing. So we actually do try and map out as much as possible what types of vacations may be happening. And, you know, we do know that some things will change along the year, but we do try and pick at least the big things. And we start also talking about the holidays in particular, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've got some of my staff have children and so their kids are going to be out of school during certain days. So we try and plan around that. And of course, like major holidays, um, you know, we also try and plan around that. And then, um, you know, we all come up with what are our big goals for the year in terms of like, um, health and wealth and everything else, right? Yeah, for planning, yeah. and it's really super important because, it, as they always say, the adage is, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. Right. Right. And so, one of the big things we have for this next year, like we had a, a great last four years, really. Um, team's been growing; it might be fluctuating in size here and there, but we've we've done really well working with our customers and new people coming into kind of our our sphere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got a big goal this next year. We would love to help 78 families. Nice. Right? Like, we're, we're really targeted on that. how and how do we do that. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know one of the ways that you and I do it is by helping provide home buying classes. Education. Yeah. yeah. Education. Yeah. Because that helps set people up for success. Mm-hmm. Right? And so a lot of the topics we're going to be talking about in today's show have to do with those preparations. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, one of the reasons, you know, we were both 
kind of like, wait, what day is it? Because uh, we were just discussing when is our, because we're doing, so listeners, here's one of the things. Many of you have heard us all this last year. We really kind of doubled down on our volunteer time in the Washington State Housing Finance Commission classes. Mm-hmm. And what we, and we also played around with those schedules a little bit, trying to, you know, do some of them on a weekend, some of them during, you know, weeknights, mm-hmm. trying to allow people to have their weekends to themselves and just take that time in the evening. But what we really boiled down to when you and I were doing our own planning for this year mm-hmm. coming up was we wanted to really focus to four mm-hmm. of those volunteer times. And we've gotten very good about honing our presentation to it's not like the 10 to 3 hey we can get you in and out of there by 2:30 at least mm-hmm. if not before right depending on you know how how controlled you know the the material is with questions and things and then but you and I also used to do what we called the no fluff mm-hmm. version sort of a mini version of that class yeah. a couple hours yeah just a couple hours and that's something we're going to be reintroducing mm-hmm. in 2020 yeah. I, i'm super excited about reintroducing that mm-hmm. because that gives us opportunities to still do some things on weekday nights right. that our listeners can come to and learn without having to make that huge time commitment because here's the main thing we have a lot of people we talk about employment in this area and not everyone qualifies for those programs. So why would someone come and sit for four and a half, five hours through a program where maybe they don't even qualify for some of the things that are there? Because mm-hmm. we can distill all of those good learning pieces that mm-hmm. are outside of the programs. Right. The, and, and even sort of the life skill aspects to exactly. what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah the credit mm-hmm. and everything else. Right can be distilled into that two-hour timeline Mm -hmm. so that people really can be um, kind of jump-started into doing all the right right things Mm -hmm. up front. Right. Right? So um, I do before – so we did, though, have our first class that is the Washington State Housing Finance Commission scheduled. And so we determined that February 29th – Leap day. Yes, it is a leap year coming up. So on February 29th, uh, we will be doing that. Now we're finalizing because we believe we'll do it at the Renton Chamber Building mm-hmm. in the city of Renton. But I've got to get them to confirm that we can have the space available. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll still be announcing that, mm-hmm. you know, as, as the year comes in. Plenty into of time to, to plan for that. Yeah, exactly. And they can't even let us put it on the um, Washington State Housing Finance Commission yeah, website. We have to be only about a couple months out. Yeah, exactly. So, so, And this is the official first-time homebuyer class for the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. So there are a lot of programs, including zero-down programs, that require you take homebuyer education as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as a requirement for the, for the program. And additionally, when you do take the class, certain programs as well will give you deep, deep discounts on the cost of PMI. Private mortgage insurance. Private mortgage insurance. Anytime you put less than 20% down on a a transaction, you're going to have to pay PMI. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes it. Nobody, you know, is happy about it. Uh, But it's just going to be a requirement. But if we can cut that cost in half, Mm -hmm. it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a really big deal. Well, just like we were talking about in a previous show, what's been going on in our marketplace too, though, is within a year or two, you may end up being in an equity position that allows you to, to get, get rid taken of it. off, depending that's right. on what kind of financing you have yeah, to use. That's, that's a so, nice thing with a conventional yeah. loan, at least with the PMI, you can get rid of it once you've built up enough equity. Right. And those are things that we can talk. So here's the other thing too, for our listeners that I want to let them know though, is if they choose to come to that two hour class, mm-hmm. 
there's still always the option that they are somebody who would fit into that. There is an online version mm-hmm. of is. that program. So mm-hmm. here's what's great. You can come to our two hours, get like the powerful stuff and the life learning skills. Mm-hmm. And if you end up discovering that you might be a good fit for taking that other course mm-hmm. so that you qualify for these other things, you can do it online. Yeah, absolutely. And so you can actually save some time. You get to actually figure out where you sit in that strata and be able to have an opportunity to talk with someone like yourself, right, Eric? Mm-hmm. That, absolutely. And, and, and evaluate that and learn that, oh, well, maybe that, okay, great. I'm going to still get this great life skill stuff here. And then I can move on and get that next piece of the puzzle. Right. And, you know, I've actually clicked through uh, the online mm-hmm. course and yeah. it's actually fairly well laid out. It's yeah. good. Not as exciting as our class. No, but that's why the two hour thing is the great. Absolutely. And then they can just get that's through right. the other stuff. Yeah. But if you're a person that's inclined to just want to go online and, and do mm-hmm. it, you know, there there are more than one type of class out there available, yes. though. Make sure you take the right one. You know, Correct. if you take the wrong one, you might have to take the right one afterwards just to get the, the right. right certificate, you know, for well, the program. If, if our listeners have questions, they can always send us an yeah, email. Yeah, reach out. Absolutely. Or, tweet or your, however they want to reach out yeah, to us. Yeah, just send it info at teamreba.com. Mm-hmm. Get that, uh, you know, we can get back and, and yeah, get we'll you Yeah, we'll get you the right info. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also if you want to know what our, because um, we're doing our final planning on the full year schedule mm-hmm. of some of those two-hour power classes as well as the four that we're going to have quarterly. Mm-hmm. So just know we're doing the one in February and they're only going to be available quarterly. So if that's the one that you want to go to, make mm-hmm. sure you can send us an email again, info at teamreba.com and we'll keep you up to speed mm-hmm. on what the dates are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the yeah. two hour one, we'll still get those scheduled, but they yes. will be at a fun location. Yeah. Possibly with some adult beverages and tasty snacks. Not even just possibly my friend. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Otherwise <laughs> we're not showing up. Cause I get yeah. parched. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hard work standing up there teaching a class it is yeah. people don't understand that it is hard no yeah that's I, right. I i love teachers because i don't know how they do it every day for nine months <laughs> it's pretty amazing right it is tough yeah no it's tough i, I have I, huge respect for teachers absolutely absolutely so, yes standing in front of a crowd trying to keep that many little people together oh my gosh yeah right. yeah well and you know this year you know with with our market you know, the way it is, this is going to be the year uh, where we hopefully can turn the corner, see some affordable housing, you mm-hmm. know, start to improve. Yeah. And uh, well, can we know. also talk? Well, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no but we're going to be say, talking about tactics, you know, to help get you into the home. Yeah, we'll have that. But yeah. also just like, what does affordable really mean? Mm-hmm. And as you're considering buying a home, what are you willing to consider? Because You and I were talking about the median prices of homes in certain areas. Mm -hmm. Right. And it still blows me away. So King County median price right now, as of November, is 425,000. So median meaning half the homes are more than that and half the homes are less than that. Yeah. Now that is based on, uh, now I will say listeners, that is based on residential, three bed or more with uh, 1.75 baths or more. Okay, your, your, and the reason your why traditional I that, classic home. That's Yes, and that's why I run those reports that way because mm-hmm. every year the most sold type of home is three bed, two bath. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that gives us kind of a great um, snapshot of what's really going on sure. uh, on a largest scale. And so King County median price was at 425. Bellevue was at 1.24 million. <laughs> Well, sure. So you can see where that skews things yeah. a bit. Um, 
Seattle was at eight fifty. Yeah. And which is which is mm-hmm. down, right? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's bounced around a little bit this last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And then Renton was at five ninety five. Wow. And, it, and it had bounced wow. up above 600 a, a couple of times throughout 2019. And you so, and me were, were talking maybe two years ago, I think Renton was in the 400s. No, four years ago. It was, was like it four years it ago? It was at 408. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In January. Holy cow. Yeah. So in that timeline of January 2015 to today, yeah, yeah that's some significant Rough growth. A couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Big, yeah. big, big Nothing big to sniff at. Well, they're definitely... That's a fifty percent growth, almost that's unbelievable, right? That's that's yeah. huge. Yeah, unbelievable. Now, now what what impacts some of those, right? Because we said that in the Renton area, it had bumped sometimes a little bit significantly above six hundred. Is you have to also think about some of these market areas that I'm just describing, uh, and I haven't run Bothell or anything like that. And if, if any of our listeners want us to run numbers for your own area, we can. Uh, just let us know, and uh, I'll be happy to get it on the show, but. Renton still has a lot of buildable land, mm-hmm. right? Seattle, everything that's there is what they call infill, right? Right, Meaning there's not large swaths of land anywhere anymore for massive development and large what they call short plats. Um, but there are a lot of infill developments. Bellevue has the same problem. Right, right. Well, hold that thought. We're going to infill for a couple minutes with some <laughs> commercial messages to... Uh, from our sponsors. So stay tuned. We've got more open house uh, with Team Reba. We come right back. Stay tuned. Open house with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to open house with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Ostinus from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I always think you're going to jump in because you see me snapping my fingers. Yeah. It's been four years. Have you not figured I out? I just know. like to snap just to that sort of song. dance to that. Yeah. I, yeah, it's an awesome song. Yeah. I still love all of our bumper music. <laughs> Although I'm up. constantly listening to see if there's anything else that we should modify. But I do like a lot of our bumper music. It was funny. I was listening the other day to a, another uh, radio station and mm-hmm. they were using our bumper music what? and I'm like wait a second that's our bumper music was it another real estate show no 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 it was a another, oh, okay. another talk say, show but I'm like I was gonna be hey, really annoyed yeah heck, <laughs> uh, you know I guess we don't have a you know a total claim on that but yeah. still I think it's good you know something I thought was really cool the other huh. day that I got a referral recently actually I referred that person to you too but I got a referral from another real estate radio show host up in Canada and right. it's not even Tony Joe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, there's another yeah. gal uh, that I have met through the Remax network, and it's just so funny. Like she happens to be with Remax, Tony Joe's with Remax, mm-hmm. so am I at this time, you know, kind of thing. And so anyway, she has been in contact with me for several years, and uh, recently sent a uh, consumer from her right. market area yes. who's looking to That's purchase right. a kind of pseudo um, vacation rental for her family, but yet short-term rentals Mm -hmm. for investment purposes. And I thought that was really cool because we're we're trying to both see if we can figure out schedules where we can go and be on each other's shows to talk about our, our, she's from the uh, Fraser Valley area. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, beautiful up there. Yeah. So I think it'd be fantastic either way to have the two of us do that. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. Well, they have their own challenges up up there in Vancouver, you know, with their house prices, Mm -hmm. you know, going going nuts. That one started around 1999 when 
Hong Kong lost their lease. Oh, yeah. And had a lot of uh, immigration mm-hmm. and, and, and investment oh, yeah. into that area. Pushed those prices way up. Of course, oh, yeah. we've seen some of that as well. In our, yeah, and if in any our of our markets. listeners want to hear, they could go find our podcast or from off the blog, that show with Tony Joe. I love that show. Tony Joe is a character, and we were He's talking awesome. about how do we get the prices to stop going up I in our area? He's like, well, you could like start a big tire fire. I don't know, shave <laughs> the mountains, <laughs> d- d- drain the ocean, <laughs> drain the ocean. Get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get let's rid of face all those it. Things. It's beautiful here. <laughs> Why would why would you not want to live here? It's fantastic here. I know. Yeah. I understand. I understand. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's sort of like, hmm, what do we want to do this weekend? You know, to go to the mountains, go mm-hmm. go to the ocean, go to the water. I know. Oh, just I'm, so many choices. I'm, I'll take all of the above. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Yeah, all in one day. <laughs> well, we I, could do that. Yeah, you, well, you actually could because yeah. I have I've done that. I've actually water skied in the morning and snow skied in the afternoon. I've done a ski in the morning hit uh you know brunch you know kind of a thing and then come in cleaned up <laughs> gone to the theater and another downtown you know like and go clubbing i you know yeah, I mean, like exactly. you, can, you can go so many different I iterations got, well, on that oh one of my one of my good friends uh we both uh, ride harleys and mm-hmm. uh he's like hey you want to go get some lunch and i'm like yeah sure so he goes okay meet me in woodenville so i run up yeah. there we drove uh, over Chinook Pass to Yakima, had a burger at Minor Burger, great place in Yakima, massive uh, things. Okay. And then uh, we got done with that. He's like, thirsty? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. You want to get a get a beer? It's like, yeah. So we rode to Leavenworth. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it's like uh, by then, yeah, we'd been on the road for a while and, you know, had a had a beverage. And and uh, later he's like, hungry? It's like, yeah, you want to go see my brother? Yeah, so all right. So we rode to Camino Island, made my brother whip up some steaks and things like that. That was a nice little day, you know, 400 miles of, you know, riding yeah. through and some I, of the most beautiful scenery in the country. I would guess that was summer. Yeah, Because that's the only way sure. you have enough daylight of for course. that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right now, this is the time of year that we don't uh, have as much daylight for I all know. of that. But yeah, yes, I could see in the summer yeah. why you would be able to oh, get away sure. with all of that. For it'd, sure. It would be a great, tremendous ride. But... um uh, where were you going to go with that? Planning. Oh, okay. Because that was so not planned. What we you were talking about planning vacation. Planned. Well, I know. We got off on a little bit of a tangent <laughs> no, there. No, I but... was talking about having someone send a client down to me from, 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 Canada. from Canada. But it does tell you, though, that people from not even just the United States are watching our marketplace. Oh, yeah. There was an article just recently. We are a world-class market now. We, we are. We are receiving... Investors and folks buying our properties from all over the world mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, so. it's still. I would say though, I don't think it's um, at least on the residential front. It's not at the same level that some people think it might be. I remember mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, there was so many people just like just frantic with the idea of like, oh, all the Chinese investors have turned their eye down here. Um, you know, there's still investment. Um, but where I see a lot of the out-of-area investment happening the most is really in commercial. Because mm-hmm. if anyone reads things like the Registry or Puget Sound Business Journal or any right. of those kinds of things, what you're seeing is um, folks from all over the U.S. and the world coming in. And apartments are being snatched up. Mobile home parks are being snatched up. Uh, high large, end, high-end homes also high-end kind of probably fall into that. High-end homes could be mm-hmm. industrial markets right. actually here in the Seattle marketplace are at the hottest they've been in ages. Yeah. Um, there's because there's they just don't have enough. Um, so there's a lot of that. Warehouse space has been crazy mm-hmm. in this marketplace. Um, storage is another 
market that just if you've looked around there's more and more new types of storage organizations coming in true so yeah. there there is yeah. a tremendous amount of investment and infrastructure coming in here right now and it doesn't seem to be stopping office space in both seattle and bellevue continues to be snatched up all the time there it, that's some crazy you know uh, historic lows on vacancy. So if you're not yet in the real estate market, if you don't own real estate here at, at this point, you know, 2020 would be a good time to start thinking about that, planning yes. for that. You know, we're looking at the demographics, we're looking at the trends, we're looking mm-hmm. at the health of the market, and we're not really seeing anything that would indicate a bubble. We're not seeing no. any, anything that would indicate uh, that the appreciation rate is is going to, you know, reverse itself. No, and that's the thing that, you know, you and I just talked about on a recent show was, you know, by the end of 2019, we're looking at around about a 10% overall growth mm-hmm. rate for this area. Right. Tacoma's going gangbusters right now. Yeah, it's got it's at least nuts. 12, uh, if not more in small market areas. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep in mind, like we started this year out. I don't know if you remember this, but at the beginning of this year, you and I were discussing what the estimates were. Mm-hmm. And... All of the economists that I saw and listened to were estimating that our area would only do about 5%. Right. And we're actually almost double that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we're continuing to be very, very strong. What you Mm -hmm. and I personally have noticed, at least from the buyer side, is that a lot of it, you know, we brought this up before, um, those spikes in... um, What's selling right now is the stuff from 250 to 550, mm-hmm. which means it's all in the outlying areas. Right. Yep. It's like my standard. We call it drive till you qualify. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have to do that. And, yeah. But but the thing is, get in there. You know, and if you get yeah. in now, maybe maybe you find the home that's not perfect. It's not exactly the neighborhood you want, mm-hmm. or or exactly the home that you want. But once you start building that equity, mm-hmm. you know, you can use that home as leverage to, to move on to, to the next one. Else, yeah. Well, and speaking of planning, though, if you are thinking of doing that and you are going further afield, if your concern is about what happens with traffic, well, then start looking at, say, sites like Sound Transit mm-hmm. and go to their websites and see where the ST2 and ST3 packages are right, all going. Exactly. And then, because I had a lot of people five years ago buying their homes very specifically paying attention to where Sound Transit was putting their lines in because they were pre-planning. Mm-hmm. They said, not only do we think that it will positively impact the value of this home, but then we'll be able to use it right, and have that be kind of a life-changing experience for them as well. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. I mean, there are some, some big benefits. I have more and more people who are considering areas that are further out next to uh, rapid bus transit, uh, anything that's coming in with the sound transit packages and light rail and all of that. And that's another reason why Tacoma's had some big booms. Uh, the Ruston area down there is tremendous. Oh, I like that and, neighborhood. And yeah. the access to, you know, coming in on the train. I mean, there's a, the ridership has just shot up. And the thing is, is you can buy a house for so much less money down there. Right. Right. I'm actually, there's, I'm going to give you an example. I, lo- I love giving real examples to our listeners. I'm talking to a woman right now who December 30th is closing on a $3 million sale on Queen Anne in a old craftsman, gorgeous, mm, mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. craftsman. Yeah. And she is looking, she and her husband are looking to buy anywhere from like Des Moines down to Gink Harbor mm-hmm. and they'll be able to pay cash between like six and 850,000. Okay. And they're fine renovating, doing whatever, but the size of home and all the other things, I mean, 
just that price point difference. I was looking at homes in all of those other market areas, and they don't want something even as big because they're kind mm-hmm. of downsizing, right? They're getting towards the end of, I think he's going to be retiring soon. He's been in sure. the industry for like 40-some years of what he does. But um, we're, and, and they just want another view because they've had a gorgeous view. Most of like the, was it Cary Park mm-hmm. that has the infamous views? So they're yeah, like yeah. really close to Cary oh, Park. Oh, nice, yeah. So they have that view. Yeah, yeah. And so they want to keep some kind of view, but they can get a view home. In many of those cities. Right. For, for a fraction of the price. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. Even if they have to update and modify it, it's still right. a third. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> of anything I know. that they just had. Know. You know, it's, yeah. cr- it's crazy. There's, but, you know, there's, there's some amazing pockets. neighborhoods, North Tacoma, mm-hmm. uh, with their craftsman homes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Sweeping views of Puget Sound. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. pick up mountain views. Commencement Bay, yeah. all of that. Just yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I live in Renton, and I do have a, a bit of a view of some of the Olympics and across, mm-hmm. you know, the Tequila Valley over towards SeaTac. So mm-hmm. I get to watch planes take off and do all that and beautiful sunsets and, you know, look down in the valley in the morning just abs- I love my location, but it does have me like as I'm looking for this other person, I'm like, hmm, maybe I would consider moving down there. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so how do you fit that into your plan? You know, what, yes. what can you do now uh, so that you're ready and that you can actually, you know, get those keys this year? Yes. And, uh, you know, a good start is education. Mm-hmm. You know, be thinking about your credit. Uh Thinking yes. about, uh, in fact, I, we, we've got to take a break in a little bit here. When we come back, yeah. I want to talk real quick about there's a, a new kind of a credit yeah, thing. that you brought up yeah. a new program that makes me cringe. I mean, I understand it, but it also makes me cringe right. a little bit yeah. because I think it's setting up um, expectations that are going to get smashed on the rocks. Possibly lead to a bit of disappointment. That's yes, right. Yes, a That's bitter right. taste, <laughs> so right. to speak. That's right. Yes. Well, we're uh, working on planning, yeah. and we're going to be planning to take a bitter. real quick break here. Yeah, we're going to be right back after just some quick messages. So stay tuned. This is Open House with Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And thanks again for joining us You know, here yes. on your Saturday. Hope yes. you're having a great end of the year, thinking about what to do for next year to improve your life mm-hmm. and improve your situation. Yeah, absolutely. And we're right along there for the ride. And don't just do it as resolutions. Because, no. you know, that's the whole thing is most people within 30 days of making a resolution just fade away. Right. Yeah. If you want to see evidence of that, just go into a gym like the 100%. first couple of weeks of the year yeah. and then go then go back in February and yeah. it's empty. Yeah. New habits take about 90 days to really actually get a brain groove right. and a consistency with. Yeah. But things that people can start getting consistent with is... Paying the bills on time. Yes, that'd be a good one. Working on it. Maybe go get that annualcreditreport.com right. to look at your credit report not, and start preparing. Not free. No. Annual. So the official site where you can get a free credit report is annualcreditreport.com. And you can get in there from all three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're entitled to a free one each year. 
I like to stagger it. Every four months, I'll, I'll do a different one. So through the course of the year, I'm looking at all three different credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of monitor that, make sure everything's going okay. Uh, what I wanted to talk about, I mentioned yes. just briefly before the break, is there's a new program that you're starting to see some advertising on where you can ratchet up your credit score very, very quickly. And I wanted to talk about it because it, it may work for certain types of loans, but does not yet work for mortgages. And we don't want to lead to disappointment. But yeah. what? And I want, if you would, yeah. when you finish telling them what this one is about, mm-hmm. can you compare that briefly with the rapid rescore that we've talked sure. about with Mike Absolutely. Holden from ARC? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So the one I'm talking about is you're, you're actually going to the credit bureau and providing them with your utility bill mm-hmm. information. So if you don't have uh, a, a ton of credit or maybe you know what you've got isn't, isn't quite as perfect, the, the, the thinking is you can give the bureaus your, your utility payment information and that can be used to adjust your credit score in an upward way provided you pay your utility bills on time. The problem with it is that mortgage lenders are not using that. Right. So it doesn't do you any good if you're trying to buy a home. I'm not sure about if you're trying to finance a car or something like that, possibly. Right. But but it's really a, a question worth asking because if this is something that's going to cost you money, mm-hmm. and most likely these programs also require you, you know, are, are going to entice you into signing up for monitoring and things like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's. And a lot of people aren't paying attention to how much they're paying in subscriptions. So mm-hmm. one of my suggestions is. Start building out a spreadsheet or a budget of some sort and tracking that kind of stuff. Yeah, And absolutely. figuring out what you can start Let's cleaning the up trans- and clearing off. Tell you what, though, as far as your credit score goes, the, the, the probably the most important things you can do, number one, pay your bills on time. I mm-hmm. mean, that kind of goes, goes without saying. But number two, mm-hmm. if you have any revolving credit, credit cards, uh, department store cards, keep your balance no more than about 25% of your credit limit. And if you can do that, you'll have the best possible scores. If you uh, have that balance that's up there at the credit limit mm-hmm. or, you know, heaven forbid, higher, it tanks your score. Yes, it does. It really, really hurts it. I've seen it happen in real time to a certain somebody who used to be in my life. Mm-hmm. Number three, new credit takes mm-hmm. six months before it starts to generate a score. So if you're planning on buying a home, don't buy a car. Get oh the my home gosh. first. Please, yes. please, please. Because even if you were going to use that utility thing that we just talked about to try and get to where you could buy a car, if you buy the car first, guess what? Yeah. You just tanked your score. Tank, well, not only tanked your score, but you also increased Took your debt to income ratios. Yes. And, and now you and I have both experienced people who go and buy the car first. Or two. Yes. And then take $250,000 of buying power away. Or three hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars in buying power. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In, any so, of those numbers, yes. <laughs> any of those so, numbers. So, 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 really, be thinking about that in advance. Uh, and the other one, and this is counterintuitive. If you have old credit, you don't use it anymore. Don't close those accounts because when you close those accounts, you lose that rating. Yep. And it would almost be better if you have a few accounts. Not, I mean, not a ton, but if you have a few. Yeah. Use it now and, then, now and then. Pay the balance off. That's fine. But mm-hmm. if you're actively using it and you're keeping that balance low relative yes. to the credit limit, that's going to give you the, the best possible scores. But you were mentioning or questioning about the, the rapid rescore and what yes. is that? Yeah. It's something that's a more valid thing to do for yeah, mortgages. Absolutely. Now, so a bit of a disclaimer on, on this. This is not available through every lender. Mm-hmm. And it's also not available for every type of loan program. But 
Uh, there are some lenders out there, us included, that will uh, do what's called a rapid rescore. So let's say we run your credit, and your credit scores just aren't quite where we want them to be. Uh, we use a software program to analyze your credit, mm-hmm. and, and it will give us recommendations of a few simple steps that you may be able to take that will that will increase your score. Yep. The nice thing about the rapid rescore is if you do those steps, and it could be something simple like uh, pay your balance down by mm-hmm. a few hundred dollars. So again, we're talking about getting that balance down around 25% yep. of the credit limit. Things like that can mm-hmm. make a difference. Well, if you do those steps, we can immediately rescore your, your credit uh, and give you that updated credit score. Uh, if you pay balances down traditionally, you'd have to wait about 30 days before your mm-hmm. uh, your scores would refresh and update. So we can we can accelerate that process, yeah. get you moving down the road a lot more yeah. quickly. Yeah, and it's so important. I mean, we were already mentioning going and getting the three you know major companies and your credit report, but it is so important that you do that on a regular basis because. Yeah. Getting to see what's actually there. I was just chatting with someone about this the other day, and they said, oh, yeah, there's even this name that's on my report. And I went, oh, my God, like, please tell me that you're looking into that because you shouldn't have someone else's name on your report. That's right. i got to be so, so careful about identity theft. Yes, yeah. and that is one of the largest scale kinds of things that's going mm-hmm. on in, yeah. in crime today. So it's super, super important. And because we've had so many... Um, you know, hackings of systems and was it Experian that had the big one? Yes. Yeah. So there's many people like you have to be paying attention to all of that. So starting to plan and look because maybe you were one of those people impacted by the Experian hack and you have all your stuff frozen. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to be thinking about those things because you're going to have to unfreeze your credit when you try and go through the process. Right. right? Mm hmm. So you got to be kind of timing and thinking and planning and discussing all of this with the right professionals who can help guide you through it. Absolutely. One other kind of a tip, again, when you're planning on all this, is if you do have information on your credit report that is not accurate, uh, you can dispute it. There is a dispute process, uh, but that process takes 30 days. So, again, if there's something that needs to be fixed you know, get it done sooner rather than later. Yes. Uh, because if there is an active dispute on your credit, your lender cannot move forward on the loan until that dispute is resolved yeah. one way or another. So you've got to get that done beforehand. Or if it's something that doesn't really impact your mm-hmm. your qualifications, just wait. You know, do it. You can right. always dispute it later. Well, here's what I would just really recommend to our listeners. And I know they're some people might just say, oh, gosh, that's just you plug in yourselves. But th- here's the thing. The planning is so important that, frankly, right now mm-hmm. is the right time to be setting appointments with someone like you. Right. Well, For yeah. you, Eric, For, like Setting appointments with you in January right now is a really smart thing for people to do so Mm. that they can have a sit down, go through these things, start making that plan, because then you could still make 2020 happen for you. It's I I, I agree. And because if you if you wait until you think you need to move, like think about when your leases are up. Think about when you're needing to do mm -hmm. that move up. Start that now. That's right. And and the nice thing about that is is that uh, nobody's going to, you know, force you into doing anything, but at least no. we run the numbers, we know where you're at, and I can give you mm-hmm. a, a, a price range, I can give you, you know, mm-hmm. monthly payment information, all of that, 
Now you can start to visualize it. You can see yeah. it. You got to track you, and you measure can, it, just like you go weigh yourself before right. you start a health plan, right? So that you can track and measure it and see your progress. And I have clients that they'll they'll go out and we we give them the the price range. Now they can look at that house and and match the payment to the house. Yes. And and once you start to see that, then the excitement level goes up. And you're, mm-hmm. you're going to accomplish that goal. Yeah. You're, you're going to get there. You're going to get those keys. Well, and here's the thing is you can even take that information and start working with someone like me mm-hmm. to start getting an idea of what's going on in the marketplace. And it's a great time to start planning the location areas, too, because you can do your research in advance. That's right. That's right. It's all well, good. here we are wrapping up another year of Open House with Team yes. Reva. Thank you, listeners, for being with us for this ride. That's right. Well, hopefully you got many more years to come. Thanks again for listening. Hope you have a great weekend and a great New Year's. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. Proceeding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.